Hello and welcome to this week's edition of That's Enough Already. This week I'm talking to my daughter's favourite author, Andy Lee. She started reading his books at school and then she was telling me about this amazing book that she was reading and I said, well, I do know this guy. So, um, and I said to him, I said, my daughter's obsessed with you and he sent over all the books that he's written so far, I think it's like seven, and he signed them for her and for my boy. So that was pretty nice. So Andy Lee... I first um, saw him as part of Hamish and Andy on Rogue Show, their radio show. They did all these TV shows together about, well, listen to the podcast. You'll find out. Follow him on socials. Soon I'll be announcing my Australian tour. If you don't know yet, my New Zealand tour has been postponed to February next year. So just look on the website. You'll figure it out. You're smart. Enjoy. Just shut your mouth, I don't give a stuff Zip it, shush, please uh, 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 uh. Yes, I can hear Calm down, mate. But I don't care, that's enough already Shut up Oh, shush Are you on tally at the moment, over there? Yeah, yeah Tuesday nights for me I've got a new show called The 100 Which yeah. um, we sounded you out for But your um, mass singer duties um, prevented Crossed you Crossed over, yeah Or you just told us to fuck off Which is from No no, no, it would it would have been a contract issue, <laughs> um, which is a nice way of saying fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> no, but it looks amazing. I've seen you know because I you know I'm all across everything. I, yeah. I stalk you. Um, no, it's been going really well, and it's been super fun. And yeah. so there, yeah, they want to go again next year, which is great. Um, it was it was tough to kind of get going because yeah. of COVID and everything. Yeah. Uh, and there was a lot of moving parts, having 100 people via Zoom live into your um, uh, into your studio. I really want to do a New Zealand one. It could be cool to do some New Zealand specials. You'll have to call it like 10 people. <laughs> <laughs> Population-wise, like, yeah, it's, it's just not 100 people. <laughs> exactly. They're all looking around at each other because they know each other. That's great. Yeah. Gary, where's the weed whacker? <laughs> <laughs> no, so I'll give my car back. Tank on empty. <laughs> <laughs> At the moment, my mum's stuck with me in lockdown in Auckland because my sister phoned. I just got back from Aussie being in lockdown in Sydney and I thankfully managed to finish the majority of my tour. Then I got back and then my sister rang and she goes, um, is mum coming up to visit you, which is code for mum's coming up to visit you because uh, they live in Christchurch. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, sure. So she flew up and she, uh, as I came out of quarantine, I was out for like two days or three days and then mum arrived and then the next day we went into lockdown and that was six weeks ago. Oh, wow. Mm, mm. That's Great. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so good. Well, Beck's parents, my partner's parents, they moved to Sydney for his work, um, Beck's dad's work, yeah. and he picked out a really tiny studio apartment because her plan was to not be there, was mm. that they'd bought a house in Melbourne. They weren't allowed to come back. So they've had a, a one-bedroom apartment between the two of them for oh. a long time. Mate, they're getting a divorce. You know that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and and, and Gabby ring me when I was up in Sydney and she said, hey, do you want me to drop some food off? And I was like, um, and she has a part of caregiving. I said, like, you just want to get out of the house, don't you? So yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd go yes. come and see you in the park for some food drop off. Like we're dealing drugs. She gives me a lasagna and a brown paper just, bag. Just throws it like macaroni bit at macaroni bit at you. So it takes longer. <laughs> 
Now, I, I love it. After the last lockdown, well, the first long lockdown that New Zealand had, level four, nothing open. You couldn't get coffee. You couldn't get food. You couldn't get nothing. And, you know, takeaways. You couldn't yeah. get groceries. But um, the number one thing that was Googled by people in New Zealand was how to separate from your partner. Really? That was the number one thing that was Googled in New Zealand. I said, it's kind of heartwarming, not how do I bury a motherfucker in a shallow grave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how deep is a shallow grave exactly? <laughs> well, we bring it up on the show, The 100, we asked the question, how many people, oh, this is actually a survey-based question, 42% of people think their relationship has got worse. No surprises there. Yeah, uh, I'm surprised it's only 42. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then there's a bunch of people that already had shitty relationships so it couldn't get any worse. <laughs> so you're going to take that. <laughs> you're <laughs> scraping that. in. You're not going down, you're digging down. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it was, it's insane what's happened. But I think we're probably about four weeks away here from some normality, I reckon, here in Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah, but how many times last year did you go, normality, next year is going to be, we'll go back to normal. Like we think that, but like I've resigned myself to the fact that I just don't know. It's like, you know, when you go on a plane and there's a lot of turbulence or you go in for surgery and you go, this is 100% out of my hands. Yes. I just got to lean into it and trust the system. Yeah. And this is what I'm doing. And then that exactly is what gets me into trouble online because people go, oh, you're just a sheep. You just believe everything the government's telling. I'm like, you know what? Yes. Yes. Because even if the vaccine kills me, I'd rather die with the vaccinated than stay here with you fuck. (laughs) Who don't believe in science. I know. <laughs> You're not the smart one. I was trying to run down, like, say if it's true and the vaccine kills us all that yeah. took it, what are those people going to, how are they going to rebuild this? <laughs> like, Honestly, if the, if no the internet crashes, you've got no one. <laughs> Almost want to see how that dystopia yeah. pans out. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's exactly what I said to a friend the other day. I go, it's not the smart ones, the ones that, you know, like that you go, oh, well, this machine broke and I can come and fix it. No, it's like, well, I'm going to look into it. <laughs> no, no, we need someone to fix it, not just to look into it. I need an actual fixer. Yes. Oh, no, no, I'm going to go figure out. I'm going to go look into shit, you know, and this machine isn't even real. <laughs> <laughs> I am um, oh, speaking God. of your, uh, like you said, when you put your hands in surgeons and so on and, and you've just got to hope that they, they, they do it right. And also I don't, it's weird, like when I'm buying a car, I'll go and look at other cars yeah. and I'll bring them up online and go who's the yeah. which one's the best and, and and what you know what's it got and it, with surgeons it's like pretty much just got referred to a guy yeah and and I'm like, okay well you're in charge of doing my penis operation <laughs> 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 and of which earth I've had two, I yeah. ruptured my urethra. Ah, how do you even, oh, yeah, how on do a you bike, do that? On a bike, I knackered oh. myself on the bar. <sighs> ah. And it ruptured my urethra like underneath, under the undercarriage. Yeah. And it, yeah. it, it basically blood, <laughs> over time, blood tissue built up and just cut off the pipe. It was like I had a oh water-saving nozzle on... Oh. <laughs> On the end of my, my member. And so I just couldn't wee. I couldn't wee at oh all. And so this is in my um, late 20s. So wow. I had to go in for a, um, a surgery. And so the guy's like, oh, yeah, it was pretty simple. We actually go down the eye 
of your yeah. penis and yeah. we'll get all the way to the, the that troublesome area and we'll scrape out the, the tissue and, and then you'll it be sounds hooked. horrendous. I'm getting yeah. my balls are contracted right now. <laughs> so I said, okay, no probs. Wake up and you know, a bit obviously a bit knocked out, a bit woozy, a bit sore down there. And the doctor comes and he goes, Ah, it didn't work. <laughs> I was like, what? What? Oh, it didn't work. Sorry. Nah, nah, we're gonna have to do something else. Like, oh, I was kind of under what? the impression. Wait, wait, so you were just rummaging around <laughs> going, Oh, let's check out other stuff here. No. Yeah, let's go. It's like checking out a restaurant. <laughs> you get distracted. Was it like yeah. my girlfriend, you know, cleaning out the kitchen cupboards and halfway through she's got distracted on Instagram and you guys just didn't finish the job? What the hell are you guys yeah. been doing? And um, so they had to do another procedure. But it's that funny thing you say where we are just going, yeah, well, I guess they've got it. They're in control. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes they're just not. Oh, they should be. I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's like Yelp reports for, you know, or that you can go check out your doctor and go... <laughs> It was all right. Hamish I mean, and I did a segment on the radio because um, there's TripAdvisor, obviously, yeah. and that, and then you go on there to find out where the best accommodation is or the best restaurant. Yeah. We did Guest Advisor, and the break after the celebrity guest, often A-listers, left the studio, yeah. the very next talk break, we would rate what they are like as a guest <laughs> on your show. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and just for other radio shows, if they were thinking of getting on Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, we thought we'd help them out by letting them know exactly the type of person. That- <laughs> <laughs> it was about five five guest advisors later where the boss came in and went, we're not doing guest advisor anymore. They say, we've had water brothers call and, yeah, they're not thrilled not- that you go. <laughs> reviewing, <laughs> reviewing their talent. <laughs> But honestly, with stuff like that, believe the rumours. That's what yeah. I've discovered. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, uh, and because they say be careful if you meet your heroes. Yes. Yeah, I've been bitten once or twice. But then on the other side, I've also had amazing experience where you go, oh, my God, yeah. you're just fantastic. You're too good to be fucking yeah. true. Oh, you know, who is it? Do you have a person in mind with that? The the one person that I thought was just, you know, sort of, eh, yeah. um, fuck, no, I can't remember her name. Blonde comedian. Oh, like Amy Schumer or? Amy Schumer, that's right. So Amy Schumer, you know, you sort of hear rumours and stuff. Uh, I try not to listen to the shit because I also know people, everyone has a story, you yeah. know, they want to yeah. be, oh, I met them, you know, and like, and then you go, when you dissect it, you go, they didn't like a comment that I put on their Instagram. Yeah. It's like, oh, you didn't have an experience whatsoever. Because <laughs> I've been stung in the past, you know, where people, I've been at a gig where someone has said, your ex is here. And I go, oh, Barbara's here. <laughs> and they go, no. And then said some other chick's name. I go, I don't know who that is. Yeah, she's your ex. And then I go, well, bring her. I want to find out how her ex is. And then I go, sorry, how did we date? Like, I don't even know this person. She's like 25 years younger than me. And and then I go, no, well, we. I said something on your Instagram and you replied. And I go, oh, so you made it this big oh, thing. But wow. I, I dissected it in front of her friend. And she's like, yeah, I guess I took it too far. In a similar vein, I was walking through um, a shopping centre in in Melbourne with my brother and this girl comes up and goes, oh, Andy, you've got to come with me. You've got to come with me to Zara, which is a a clothing store. And I was like, oh, no. So she said, please, 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 please. I just won't take a moment. It's it's the biggest surprise. I was like, oh, okay. And I walked into Zara with this girl and she goes, Kelly, look who I found. Oh, no. And Kelly Kelly. just 
in shock, burst into tears and went, I've lied to you and ran out the back. Oh, my God. And this girl's looking at me and goes, well, go follow her. I was like, why? And she goes, well, it's your girlfriend. Like, see if she's okay. I was like, oh, sorry. I've never met that person in my life. <laughs> so Kelly, I felt for Kelly, but yeah, she was out the back yeah. crying, didn't get to meet her. It's worse when they have a selfie with you yep. and then they build this whole thing and you're like, surely there's, there'll be more than this one photo. Yeah. Like, but, but yeah, no, Amy Schumer um, contacted me um, just after my special came out. She sent me a message on Instagram and I'm like, oh my God. And then she sort of every now and again just sends me a message or, you know. <sighs> But if I was sort of in the unbalanced category, I'd go, we're friends, you know. So <laughs> we're friends. <laughs> but but also I've had, I met Wanda Sykes and the first time I met her in Melbourne at the comedy festival. Yep. Standing, and I love Wanda Sykes. She's hands yeah. down one of my favourite comics. I stood at the in the artist bar and there were heaps of stuff going on that night and it was just me in the bar. But then someone next to me asked for a white wine and when I looked at the side, it was Wanda Sykes. And oh. I was like, oh, my God, it's Wanda Sykes. And I just turned to her and I thought, okay, just act cool. Like, what would you want someone to say to you? And I just went, um, excuse me, Wanda Sykes, I just want to say I'm a huge fan. I think you're an amazing stand-up comic. And she just looked at me and went, fuck off. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) And I I left. But then I was like, you know, there was a lot of wine involved. We were, everyone was drinking a bit. I didn't see again. Then I went to Montreal uh, a couple of years ago when we could still go. And and then um, I went to uh, a John, uh, not a John Mayer, um, uh, fuck, what, now I've lost his name too. It's, I, I didn't sleep a lot, that building next door to me. <laughs> This is like the masked singer. I have to guess yeah. on these celebrities. Yes, I remember. Right. It's a whole new format <laughs> we've created. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So he's a stand-up comic. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> has he done movies? <laughs> yes. Good friends with Kevin Hart. Oh. Um, Played the Montreal Arena with John Mayer oh, in 2019. I think I know the guy you're talking about. He's like one of the number one stand-up comics in the world, Dave fucking Chappelle. Oh, Dave Chappelle. Oh, my God. I was so I many, should go outside for five minutes. I was so many rungs below Chappelle <laughs> no. in celebrities in my head because I'm like, well, no. she can't remember him. It's like you're going, I can't remember that And it's the name Dave. <laughs> it's the name Dave. How the fuck do you not remember Dave? <laughs> Dave motherfucking you know who Chappelle. the celebrity that surprised us the most was Tom Cruise. Oh, nice guy. Well, Hamish couldn't come with me, but we had to go to Korea, South Korea. Not the, As you not do. the north one. <laughs> you, <laughs> you didn't go go ex- extend it out in a holiday, North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> to interview him for a film called Valkyrie, which is where he played a German uh, soldier but decided not to take on the accent. I took my best mate from high school. My mate Hawks and Hawks didn't even understand the film, which is kind of his style. And I said, that's all right. You just think of some questions. And when we got in there, the publicist walked in 
and said there'll be he, he was uh, with Katie Holmes at the time, and he's yeah. and he Xavier said there'll be no questions about Katie, there'll be no questions about Suri, there'll be no questions about Scientology, and there'll be no questions uh, about anything other than the film. Um, you've got ten minutes. He's coming in soon. And I went, hang on, hang on, hang on. No one said this. We wouldn't have flown from the other side of the world or halfway around the world if we'd known this because it's not for our audience. We're gonna and she's like, nah. And and she stormed out. And so I turned, there's always heaps of publicists. I turned to the Australian Warner Brothers publicists and went, hang on, this is not the deal. Hawks is petrified because he didn't understand the film and <laughs> he <never did. laughs> he's only got personal shit loaded in. Yeah. He's wearing a Scientology t-shirt with Surrey printed on it. Yeah. <laughs> and so Tom Tom comes in and it's like we're in the middle of this argument when Tom arrives. I was like, oh my gosh. And he goes, Andy, nice to meet you. He went around and he said hello to every single person in the room, which is a cool move. Yeah. And then he turned to me and I was dating a girl called Megan at the time. And he said, Andy, how's Megan? And I said, sorry, Tom, you haven't been brief. There'll be no questions about me. <laughs> 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 we had a laugh about it. Yeah. And I said, look, your publicist who's just doing an amazing job has just told us that we can't ask you about these specific areas. And she, she starts fuming. I said, we are a family-friendly, laugh-based laugh show in the afternoon. There's, we're not trying to bring you down or anything. If you're happy, can we just ask anything? If you don't want anything or you just say pass, I'll cut it out. Like, yeah. And he just turned and said, Andy, whatever you want, whatever you want, which amazing. was really nice of him. The, about... Eight months later, he comes on for another film and he's he's uh, calling in this time. And uh, my Hamish and I went in on the weekend to do the, the uh, interview and I pick up the call and he said, and this person says, hey, is Sam Kavanaugh there, which was our producer? And I said, Tom, is that you? And Tom goes, Andy, what are you doing <laughs> taking your own calls? I said, what are you doing making your own calls? Making your own calls? <laughs> and then he said, hey, how's Hogs? Amazing. So... Whether he gets briefed beforehand to remember these specific things or not, I don't actually care. That's still a nice touch. It's still a nice touch. He would have he would have had to think about that. Yeah. And go, listen, brief me about personal detail. But I don't because I know a makeup lady here in New Zealand because he was filming here on the South Island. And she did his makeup every day. And um he Oh shush. And he <laughs> this is now Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Dave Chappelle getting in touch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he wants to open for me. Um, <laughs> now, and he he gets his makeup done while he's lying on his back um, and with his eyes shut, but he talks the whole time. She goes, he was the nicest guy. Wow. She says there's no need for 45. He insists on 45 minutes makeup time, but I think it's sort of a meditative thing for yeah. him. She says he doesn't need 45 minutes. She says, but he is so switched on and he like every day he'd do follow-up questions with stuff that they had discussed in the past. How's that going? How's that plant going how's that she goes he was such a she says sometimes he's real deep like he doesn't yeah you know he doesn't do great with small talk kind of thing he was just such a so everyone that i've spoken to that have worked with him really likes him amazing so i said i don't really give a shit about scientology so you know (laughs) if that's his buzz and it's not costing me any money i don't care He can do whatever he likes. Yeah. I know a few Methodists that I'm, I don't like. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but oh, at that Dave Chappelle thing, yes. to, to come back with a Wanda Sykes to fix the, because she was, she, I, I, Dave invited me and Nazim to go to the show. And then when we got there, it was like at the arena, the Montreal arena, wow. and, and him and John Mayer were 
there John Mayer was playing and he's like, you should come, come sit on stage. So we sat on stage with like 10 other people and who sits next to me but Wanda Sykes. Oh, like wow. we're sitting, it's like cafe style, little, yeah. little tables and stuff. And we're on stage at the arena while he's performing. And then afterwards we went to the green room, we had a few drinks and just hung out. And then I was chatting to Wanda and then she gave me a hug afterwards and because they didn't have a bottle opener, so I was just popping beers for everyone with a teaspoon all night, <laughs> looking like a fucking legend. You know, at home I'm just a bog standard bogan. Over there I'm a goddamn magician. Yeah. And um, she's like, so she gave me a hug and she goes, oh, my God, your hair smells amazing. And then I thought, you know, it's just different scenarios. It's like you if someone her? meets you 10 o'clock in the morning. Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't bring it up at all. I, I just thought she's fixed it. Like she's, she's fixed it. Yeah. So you didn't have a you, – you thought – didn't cross your mind to go, you told me to fuck off? No. I would have. I, could, I can't not do that. I can't See, not. but that would have just made it really fucking it, awkward. It would have, and I would have basked in that because <laughs> I love that. But I can't let people stroll on through. Mate, I clean my own hotel room if there's filth in it. I don't even complain about it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I don't want anyone to feel all good about this. The only time I've ever insisted on changing rooms is because there were blood splatter <laughs> against the wall of my hotel room. I'm like, I need to get out of here. I'm literally sleeping in a crime scene. <laughs> That was the only thing. I was like, I'm getting the fuck out of this. Hey, let me ask you something. You got a dog during lockdown. Yes. What a big move. Huge move. Huge move. It's like meeting someone the day before lockdown and go, let's just live together. (laughs) And then you do. And then they start pissing on your carpet and you're like, hang on, what's happening here? Because you can't, what do you do now? And you made the fatal error of putting that dog and it's a she. Yeah. It's fucking cute. And every photo, it looks like she's smiling. She's got a weird pattern under on her fur that makes it look like she's got a big grin. This is like the most Instagrammable dog on the face of the fucking planet. And you've got her on Instagram. So now when she's real naughty, you can't you can't get rid of her. No. Because people go, where did she go? I and you're know. like, oh, she pissed in the office too many times and I got rid of her. And she did this thing which, so like everyone's like, oh, the dog's so cute, dog's so cute. So yeah, well, it's eating its own shit. So, yeah, it does shave the cuteness right <laughs> off it. <laughs> it's like, you know, if you were dating Kate Moss and everyone's like, oh, God, it must be awesome. You know, I've picked like a 90s model. But, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, you have one at home. You've got a new model at home, but you went for a 90s one. I mean, that's cool. <laughs> you know, if you're dating Cindy Crawford. <laughs> Jane Fonda. <laughs> Make your dad happy, mate. But if your mates went, man, you're the luckiest guy in the world, and you went, yeah, but you know she eats her own shit? Yeah. <laughs> would, She's a self-contained unit. <laughs> it would really change people's opinion of her. So yeah. little Henry girl um, has stopped doing that, which is great. But, but obviously, you have to pick it up. So it's like, mm. yeah. I mean, it's disgusting, but it's also helpful. <laughs> It's very environmentally friendly of her. <laughs> She's a compost man. <laughs> anyway, you've written four books, right? A few more um, now. Have you? Yeah, I've actually I got one coming out tomorrow. I'll send it to you. Yeah, what's it called? What's it called? It's called Let's... Do Not Open This Book or Else. It's coming, <laughs> it's coming out of threats now. Yeah, I love it. Your books are so great to read because it's like, 
uh, I'm not kidding, you know, and, and the kids really get into it and I go, I won't then. So when I read it to them, I go, well, I guess that's it. Then I close the book and they're like, no, no. And that, it's amazing. It's like little acting class. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I've loved about it. In fact, I mean, this is probably more serious than but it, it resonates massively with autistic kids not, and uh, yeah. or kids all around, but, but yeah. extremely well with autistic kids. So I've got autistic schools from all around the world reaching out to me going, amazing. can you please zoom in? Because I think it's, like you're talking about, they're interactive. Every page you've yeah. got a decision to make and that holds the attention. But I've got yeah. this, because they're, they're now in a lot of different um, languages around the world, but I got sent this wonderful video of this pr- principal in Mexico yeah. with 430 students uh, around prep and grade one and reading the book in Spanish. Yeah. And then wow. I didn't, I, I obviously don't know what the, she's saying, but she yeah. would pause and then you'd hear 400 kids go, see, 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 see. No, 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 see, see, see. Uh, yeah, that's exactly it. That's so good. Just really like, nice. oh, well. <laughs> I guess we're done. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> so good. Even when, because my son's the same. And he started, when we started reading, it was like two and a half, three. And then even now, because it's just in the book, I so say every night I go, go pick a book. And nine out of 10 times it's yours or a book about farting. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's both. It's because it's so interactive, yeah. and they can scream at me, and I can go, "Oh well," <laughs> you know, like and the, <laughs> it's so good. And they love the illustrations too. But your sister writes, Alex. Yes. How does she feel? Because the first one that you wrote was for your nephew. Yes. As a surprise, and then it just kind of blew up, right? Yeah, I wasn't even going to print them. I, my my yeah. best mate from high school, Hogs, who I took to interview Tom yeah. Cruise, he's a book publisher. <laughs> Amazing. And so I asked him to make up one copy because they make up test yeah. copies all the time yeah. as a present for my nephew for his first birthday, or really my sister. And then he's the one that convinced me to publish it. And I said no for months and months, and I'm glad he did. Yeah. Um, because they've been so much fun to make and play with and, and seeing kids really happy. And But I felt really bad. I said to my sister, hey, this was meant to be just a nice gift for George and you um, and, you know, inspired because you're a great writer yourself. How, how do you feel about this suddenly being commercialized? And she's yeah. like, oh, no problems at all. I said, look, I'm going to give proceeds to George and, and if you ever have other, other children, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure I set up fun. Yeah. Um, for for the for the book, so um, and then they've sold you know over a million copies worldwide. So I had to call it and go. The percentage royalty that I'm going to give George and Fred. It's peeling back a bit. It's peeling back a bit. At this moment, they're buying the university, not just going to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I said, yeah, and, and my sister's just such a wonderful person. She goes, totally fine. You know we don't expect anything. So, but, yeah, yeah. there's little little slush funds for all my nephews. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. You could see, right, and, and I just want to chuck this in as a bit of a plug because um, I'm getting these books for my daughter too. She's part of the Girl Geek Academy yeah. where they write books and I didn't know, I mean, you know it's sort of a fucked up system where girls exclude jobs or exclude things for themselves. Because they put gender things on it, yeah. you know, like, and, and so my daughter's eight now. And then in an interview, your sister goes, 
at eight, girls start allocating things in gender boxes and go. And by 13, they've already eliminated most jobs, male-dominated jobs, where they go, well, I guess that's not for me because I'm a girl. And so all these books are helping these girls to just go, anything, you can be anything you want. And and that's so important. So, yeah. Yeah, I know. She does amazing work in that regard. And so, yeah. and what I find hilarious about my sister, so she, yeah, she wrote these Girl Kids, uh, Girl Geek Academy books. But as a writer, she's got the worst fucking handwriting I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where, when you know, when your kids aren't old enough, I don't have kids, but, you know, my nephews, you know, the parent will often write the, the majority yeah. of a card and then the kid will sign the bottom or just yeah, write. Yeah, fuck it up George. at the bottom, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when my sister hands it over, people think George has written the whole card. <laughs> <laughs> That's my life too. I've got the handwriting of a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> Oftentimes I look at it and go, I don't even know what I've <laughs> Half of it's in block letters, half of it's in cursive, half yeah. of it's in leaning left, right, different languages. I don't even know what the hell is going I on. I said to my sister, is this, is this the best? Is this rushed or is this the best you've got? <laughs> like, I'd be honest with <laughs> <laughs> And she goes, why don't you shut your mouth and go write your little book about not paging? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm changing lives here. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I often think like, because oh, my brother is really funny. Like my brother and my sister, she's funny too, but potentially he could be a stand-up. Like right. he's just that yeah. funny. But then I'm like, it would be kind of like you're in my backyard now. Because <laughs> yeah. like, my mum always said, a joke's a joke, but you don't open an umbrella in another man's asshole. <laughs> You know that old saying? <laughs> no, I don't know the old saying. <laughs> like you can shove it up there and it's fun. Everyone's laughing, but don't open it. <laughs> so that's the kind of thing I feel like you you shoved the umbrella up and opened it and then twisted and wrote 18 books. <laughs> or or how, how, how many books have you written there? So this is our seventh coming out wow. this week. That's amazing. I'm going to update your wiki page. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Your wiki page is terrible. It is. But, I mean, I've never put anything on it. Um, No, me me either. But mine is actually pretty accurate. (laughs) It misses a few awards if anyone cares. If anyone's listening to this. Are we meant to? Yeah. I don't know what you're meant to do. There, I, I don't th- think you are. I, I think- I'm not going to do it myself. Then I thought, should I tell my manager to do it? But then say, but like, I don't really want that. That, that felt awkward to go. Hey, would yeah. you mind just filling out the Wikipedia? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, I I did a CV. <laughs> yeah, I'm just. Like, I don't even know who put mine on. I don't even no. know who started. I think that's that's how it's supposed to be. The internet is a wild play. Like I always find it fascinating when you Google people. Like I googled you just in general. You know, there's a wicked page, but then you go sort of okay, let's go deeper. Let's see. I want to yeah. know what other people are googling about you. Do you want to know what your top four things are that people ask. I mean, yeah. Okay, here we go. And I did not click to see the answers to any of this. I just wanted to know what people were asking and I'm asking you this. Uh, Is Andy from Hamish and Andy, because, you know, there's a famous boxer uh, with the same name. So, But his Instagram account is just at Body Punch and yours is Andy (laughs) Tom. (laughs) I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so is Andy from Hamish and Andy married? Oh, no, I'm not. Is Andy Lee vegan? 
No, God, no. Well, that was the second question. I'm like, that's really, maybe they're confusing me with Andrew G or now Osher G, Osher Gunsberg. I think it's because in an interview, and this is unrelated to this, you talked about how you guys are eating vegetarian a couple of times a week. Oh, yeah. And that is, I think, where that question comes from. Also, I think people um, in the vegan community. They're hopeful. They're hopeful, yeah. Yeah. They're like, come on, be on our team. (laughs) 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 And then what nationality is Andy Lee? Uh, That was number three. People think that I might have some Italian heritage or something, Mm. but I'm actually Irish-Scottish, which there's no way is the case. Um, someone slept with, there was a, a, you know, a Spanish butler or something that slept with one of my great grandmas. And snuck in there. But you've got to be careful what you wish for when you go looking through lineage of your, um, yeah. your own life. In the hallway at my parents' house, they've got all these old pictures, photos of different people from great grandmas, yeah. et cetera. And I said, oh, who are they? And they said, oh, that's um, your great grandparents on, the, on their wedding day. I went, oh, they don't look very happy. And mum said, yeah, maybe that's because they're first cousins. (laughs) Is that why I have the third arm on my back? (laughs) And I thought she was going for a joke. So I was like, and she's not particularly funny. And I I laughed. I said, no, seriously. She goes, no, no, yeah, they're they're first cousins. Like, mum, that's that's illegal actually, I think. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. that's incest. (laughs) So I might explain a bit. Have you done that ancestry thing, that DNA thing? Yeah, well, we kind of then they also brought up that they found out that I was first cousin, so it got confirmed. And so Hamish kept saying to me on the podcast, uh, are you guys still cuz bumping? Like, <laughs> <laughs> as you do. I mean, no, cuz bumping is not a term, and, and we've decided to stop that behavior in the <laughs> family. <laughs> <laughs> Very important. <laughs> I just have a quick question for you because you guys did a um, the gap year New York, the gap year yep. Asia, gap year Europe, and then South America. I just have a question from Africa. Um, oh. Phoned me this morning and they just want to know why no gap year Africa? <laughs> Where's our fucking gap year? We researched gap year. Um, we we were going to do a caravan trip of just South Africa, but then we did um, before South America came up. We researched the Middle East. Um, which became difficult to go to. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. researched also Africa. hard with a caravan, very hilly. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we researched uh, Gapia um, Africa and Gapia South America at the same time. Sounds we found some amazing stuff in Africa. The logistics was extremely difficult. I'm not, I'm not sure whether that's um, if I've been misled here. But you'd know better than I am. I do, but yeah. outside of South Africa. Getting our crew and getting people places was really tough and yeah. and and not very effective and also not very reliable. Also, at parts there wasn't it wasn't that safe. I mean, yeah, I say yes and no because I I go back to South Africa every year and I did this big tour basically through it where I went, you know, from I stayed in the Kalahari in the desert with the the sand people and then did the whole. And I just had one guy with me and the rest of it was just local people, um, you know, and got a driver per state. So, yeah, if you guys ever want to go Gapia, South Africa or Gapia, Africa, because we can go Botswana, Mozambique, the whole shebang. I think we'd love it. I'll go with you guys. I'll do. Yes. I'll do security. I'll show you around. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Maybe not as big with a caravan. It's a bit of a mesh to get in there. But um, yeah, I mean, if you if you guys ever 
ever think about it. Give oh, if we're allowed to also, travel again. Just quickly, like, because it's it's Hamish and Andy. Mm. Who who decided on the which name comes first? The, we, we were joined. We had a we had a, six episodes of a show called Hamish and Andy on Channel Seven before it got axed when we were twenty one. Yeah. And it was a bad show. Chris Lilly was on it doing Mr. G. Wow. Um, Kate McLennan was on it from the catering. She was on like, yeah. yeah. So um, Andrew O'Keefe was on it as a comedy performer. Before Holy we shit, together. you could bring that back right now with those people who will fucking kill. <laughs> so it was strange to have all that going on. Um, and it was called Fast Food. And so they originally were going to call it Andy and Hamish's Fast Food. And the fact that both of us have lisps. Uh, um, <laughs> saying Hamish's fast food was really quite tough for us. So it became cleaner to call it Hamish and Andy's fast food. Uh, and then they dropped the fast food and ah. it became Hamish and Andy and that was it. it I think it is easier to say Hamish and Andy than yeah, Andy Yeah, I tried it a few times before yeah. thinking because you always wonder, like, because nothing is wording in comedy is, is so important. Yes. Like sometimes just saying the word seven is funnier than saying four. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. You know, and people don't realise the thought that goes into just saying a name yep. or saying a thing. And so I just wonder, and then I thought, I thought Andy and Hamish, like it just slows it down. It does. Yeah, it yeah. rolls much better off the tongue, Hamish Nandy. I mean, you'd think alphabetical, but it doesn't work. <laughs> it just doesn't. Hey, let me ask you, what, what shits you? There's, I mean, I, I dislike people being late, you know, like that's, but, oh. but they're, they're the petty ones. But the, the big one, the deeper one is I dislike unfairness. I really need fairness. Like, I don't know why. I've actually spoken to someone about this. Like, I really need things being fair. Yeah. And I remember when... Um, Sorry, you're a middle child, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to... I want people to know that. Carry on. <laughs> I remember when Justin Bieber was on our show and he acted like a twat. He was yeah. rude. He was playing Hamish's dad in table tennis and swore at Hamish's dad. He was just a real fuckwit. Um, and he wouldn't listen to us at times. He was eating a sandwich during the interview. I was like, do you want to stop eating? Do you want to stop to break to eat? And then, um, and then we can pick this up. No, you know, and I was like, this guy's a fucking. Oh, my God. Bad and we, we finished the interview. We go back and there was parts of it I just wanted to play on the radio. And then they got a call from Sony or whoever it was and said, hey, can we clean that? Can we take that out? Can we take that out? Can we take that out to make him look great? Uh, yeah. And I... It really bothered me. It really yeah. bothered me that we were about to make it. And then we put it to air and it was like, oh, my God, that was so great. He was such a good sport. You guys are so funny. And I was like, it wasn't like that. And yeah. I had a real issue with it. Yeah. Yeah, I would hate that too. Yeah. But then luckily he spat on his fans. So you kind of go, he's a douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! <laughs> so people thinking they're better than they are would be the main one for me in any part of life. Anyone yeah. looking down upon another person, it just is the thing that riles me up. Yeah. That comes back to fairness. We had the similar thing with the rapper Timberland. Do you remember that? That uh, yeah. I think it was, no, no, it wasn't Timberland. It was um, <laughs> Flowrider. <laughs> Flo oh, yeah. He wouldn't go on stage at one of our events, Radio Station, until he got a whole chicken. 
oh. just wouldn't go. And we're like not live, like cooked ones. So someone's running across to Nando's. He's refusing to go out. He's delaying the whole thing. And anyway, he comes out, he performs and he was great to his credit. Like he was really great. This security guard came and he got on his shoulders and he worked his way through the crowd, still rapping and singing. And he threw off his Gucci sunglasses that were gold. He threw off his bling to the crowd. He threw off all this clothing. It was like, yeah. yeah. And we're like, and he's, this wallet. And we're like, this is incredible. We're like, oh, well, it was a bit of a fuckwit, but he's given the crowd a great time, no probs. Yeah. And then Hamish and I talking in the next breaks, so it was a live radio show, and we see these security people coming back through the crowd and they were retrieving all the stuff. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. You'd be so happy going, I got to sign it. And, and then, then Hamish and I just had to say, we're like, sorry, this is so funny. Flowriders people are back in the crowd trying to <laughs> Oh, no. You would want to load up like a fake wallet, a fake, just to make people's day. Yeah. You know, like put 20 bucks in there in the library card, chuck that out. People would hold on to that shit for years. They're like, I got these sunnies, I got this hat, I got the. I mean, come on, mate. You got a whole chicken. I know. (laughs) Jesus. What's the one thing about yourself that shits you to death that you go, I wish I could cut that shit out? One thing I hate about myself, um, I don't, I don't reflect all that often. I should be, I should have, I should be able to reel this off. Do you want to get Bex in? Yeah. Let's get, let's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's find out what about you is the problem. Um, <laughs> I, I need to chill out with regards to just things being ordered. I'm pretty anal. I'm pretty, you know, like I, yeah. I'm the kind of person that sometimes needs to make sure that the light switches are all in the right direction. So I'm OCD, oh, wow. and yeah. there are things that bother me um and funnily enough I'm in a situation where at times now I have to go no the light switches are wrong just just leave it just like actually train myself so that'd be the most thing sorry I'm so sorry there's another interview is coming through but I'll ignore them for a second but um no no that's fine that's fine that's that's basically it I just want to know what about you shits you and and what about other people shits you (laughs) But uh, this has been great. Thank you. It was so nice to chat to you. So I wish I could just come, you know, hop on a plane, be an Aussie. I know. For the week, you know? I know. But hopefully, well, <sighs> hopefully the new year and hopefully, yeah, New Zealand stays safe or gets those vaccine numbers up and hopefully can get some yeah, trouble. Mate, I'm, yeah, I'm vaccinated up to the eyeballs. I'm considering going again. <laughs> just. <laughs> That's enough already. Shut up. Oh, shush.